Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Chronicles Files of a New Black Mom. <laughs> I usually do a, I can't do it there. We'll do a, a ghetto girl smack. Mwah. Okay. But today's episode is basically one that I kind of find comical. <laughs> and the reason I find it comical, and I think it's kind of cliche, but I think every black mom, and I'll say this proudly as a black mom, feel guilty of and that's not being the homemade home mommy chef cook at home any of that the happy homemaker as they like to describe it now the reason I feel this way isn't because I have any obligations to cook every night or any of that but for most people who know me know I'm a culinary school graduate chef restaurateur, all these good, amazing things, manager, I run things, I'm a boss-ass bitch, all these great things. But my first love was cooking. Um, I went to culinary school. I learned how to cook since I was 13. I usually, I worked for a woman who did catering out of her one-bedroom apartment in the middle of the city, and she would cater two and three hundred dollar, you know, two or three hundred person events out of this small-ass, tiny-ass, hot-ass kitchen. And she worked at my church doing the same thing, cooking and helping out. And what was crazy about it was her cooking is so amazing. I literally still can taste just how good it is. Um, she's been amazing in a lot of ways and super influential in a lot of things that kind of played out as me as an adult. And I really appreciated the lessons she taught me, especially in the kitchen. Um, But I feel like it's okay if moms don't cook every night. There is this huge stigma when it comes to how we're we're perceived as parents, especially moms. Like, we're supposed to cook clean and then be sexy for the husband. How? When you have a full-time job, if you have more than one child, if you have a child under the age of two, like, how? When I see celebrities talk about how hard it is to be a mom, I literally laugh with my mouth open. I'm like, you have a nanny, a driver, you have unlimited funds. You ain't never looking and say, oh my God, I didn't buy milk today. The baby ain't going to eat milk. Oh my God. Or I don't have money to get milk today. Like, don't get me wrong. Not to say that celebrities or famous or rich folk don't have issues. But when I see people with a nanny, an assistant, a wet nurse, a night nurse, all these other things, I'm like, how the fuck? Like, I literally was listening to another podcast. And the lead hostess, um, Michelle Buteau, was talking about how she had a night nurse and how it saved her life. And it was so amazing. And to me, I thought it was the craziest thing I've ever heard. Like, I breastfed my daughter up until about 10 months. And we did the night thing, like the all night long thing, for the first almost seven months. And I couldn't imagine someone up at night with my kid. I think that's very creepy. Is that not creepy? Like some strange lady is up nestling your baby while you nestle in the bed. Like, so weird to me. And I know people might say, girl, you just overthinking it. No, because to me, it felt like the weirdest like thought, the common thought of, oh my God, I have someone so I can go to sleep. Like the point of a baby is to not go to sleep. Like, you get so accustomed to having someone help and take care. And now, don't get me wrong, she has twins. So I get the distress and the tenderness. But it's two of you. It's you and your husband. Like, I don't get it. 
And I think what's baffling to me is the fact that more people are more or less agreeing with that style of life. And don't get me wrong, I probably now, I'd probably be like, oh my God, I would have loved it. But in the moment, I was a new first-time mom who enjoyed every inch of waking up, breastfeeding, taking care of, nestling, cuddling, just all those moments that I'll never have again with my baby, I don't want to share with anybody. Now, don't get me wrong. This episode is about cooking and being a happy homemaker. But to me, it was like, I was exhausted. And I didn't see, you know, the moments where my mom was exhausted. But as a mom, I'm exhausted. I feel like the reality of you cleaning your house all day. Let's just say, okay, so I'm off two days out of the week. And the first thing I do when I get up, get my baby ready, drop her off. And then, you know, I might grab something to eat and then come in the house. The reason is because I get to enjoy food that I like, that no one in the house in the house has to bother me about. Can I tell you how amazing it is to not have someone say, I don't eat that. I don't like that. That ain't what I want to eat. Why did you make that? Why did you like it like this? Why did you? I didn't have to ask anybody. I literally on purpose get things that I like. I get salty chips. I get tuna fish I'll get something spicy as hell but it's one of those things where I literally laugh because I'm like it sounds selfish as hell but let me tell you ain't nothing better in this world nothing than being able to eat a food that you like that no one in your house is asking for some or no one in the house is judging you on but Nonetheless, when it comes to just kind of, I don't even know how to describe it. Just coming into the face of the stigma of, you know, big mama's house where grandma cook clean and suck grandpa's dick, whatever. I feel like the 21st century world that we're in or 22nd century, whatever it may be, is so wrapped up in feeling like we have to fit this image and this image that we're fitting is one that describes us as you know perfect I am very 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 far from perfect and I feel guilty when I don't cook at night especially when I have all the kitties because then I feel like you know I don't want people to look at me in a way where it's like you're not cooking for your kids you're not taking care of home and to me I'm like fuck you you know how hard it is to get three kids up get them fed, get them showered, get them dressed, get them outside for an activity, hard as fuck. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Now, a bowl of cereal is just as great as scrambled eggs and bacon, just letting you know that. But, as far as them having a meal meal, it's one of those things where I laugh because I'm like, you know, I I feel like I obligate myself to cook at least three nights a week. And the reason I do that is because I feel as though three nights a week plus leftovers, boom, seven-day meals. Now, here's the upside. With you being the parent, you dictate how large of a meal, how, you know, what meals we're going to do for two days. And a lot of times, I'll do things they like. Like, when I do fried chicken, it's a one-night thing. Fried chicken's only good one night. I don't care what you say, how you eat it, I don't like it, no, no, no. But I might do that on, like, a Friday night 
where I know I'm going to be working the rest of the weekend and their dad's going to have to cook or figure out what they're going to eat. Um, but in the meantime, in between time, like during the week, I might make a pasta dish that'll last two days and then lunch for the third day. Or I'll do baked chicken, which heats really well. Or I'll do um, maybe some ribs, maybe some tacos, maybe a salad. Maybe I'll make just something, something hearty, maybe lasagna. And for me, I feel like those things are easier said than done. But it's okay to buy a frozen lasagna. Did you hear that? It's okay. It's okay to make spaghetti. Because I hate when people shit on spaghetti. Spaghetti has been feeding black people since the 1980s. You hear me? I've never seen a race that is so less of that makes so much of another race's food. Um, And it's okay to make the basics. Chicken, rice, and vegetables. It's okay to make a roast and slice it up for later. It's okay to make pot roast, which is like a stew in the middle of fucking summer. Like, everything is not perfect. So don't feel obligated to fit this perfected image of, oh, well, I wouldn't make that, or I didn't make that, or that's not my thing, or I don't like that. It's like, why? Who gives y'all these hard-ass rules to live by? But nonetheless, in between time and between time, I always like people to know it's okay to say... You know, you know I, I cooked yesterday, but I'm not cooking tonight. Like, my husband laughed because he always says, you know, when I when I start acting really snippety, he'd be like, oh, I slaved over a cooked stove for you and mixed you food. But he doesn't cook. My husband probably has cooked a handful of times, and a handful is being courteous. He probably has cooked seven times since we've lived in his house for almost two years. Now, when he cooks up, it hits. It's great. The kids love it. He makes turkey burgers, he's made barbecue chicken, he's made a couple of pasta dishes. But you know, for me, it's like, if I don't cook, we don't eat. We don't eat. Like last night, I felt so guilty because I ordered out, but it was just me and him. He wanted a cheesesteak, I got some chicken, and I said, oh, cool. But I had took meat out that wasn't defrosted. That's what made me feel guilty. So, what ended up happening? I cooked for today. I put some potatoes and some chicken, some curry spices, salt and pepper, pepper, sauce, all that good stuff. Threw it in the crock pot because I knew I was going to be running around. And by the time I get home, guess what, motherfucker? Dinner is ready. Dinner is served. Dinner is what's up. We're going to take a quick break and I'll be back. So we're back, and we're discussing, you know, feeling the inadequacies, and that's what I'll call it, when you feel inadequate, because you're not the mom who is cooking up a meal, fixing, you know, homework, cleaning them up at the house, ironing everybody's clothes, like, I'm a new age mom, and I'm all for cooking dinner. One, because you save money. Two, because you save money. And three, when you got more than two people in your household, it's expensive. Like, literally, my mom will spend 50 bucks and it will last her a month worth of groceries. Like, when I say dead ass, dead ass. Like, she'll buy a couple packs of chicken because my mother, she'll buy, like, specific things to her diet. But it's like, she'll get beef, she'll get chicken. But, like, the normal pack of chicken will last her two or three meals because it's just her versus me I buy a pack of chicken that's a meal 
maybe two if I stretch it, depending on what I'm making. And a lot of people don't believe that until they have kids or they, you know, have a family and they're like, damn. Like, my mom was like, oh my God, I can't believe y'all spend that much at the grocery store. We easily spend close to four or $500 on a short day, maybe a thousand if we're really empty on a busy day for groceries, household products. Like, Walmart be loving us, let me tell you, because we spend a grip at Walmart. And the thing about it is a lot of times when you go to places like Walmart, you're getting your better deal, but you're buying everything at once. So it can be frustrating because we will literally fill up his truck and my car, get home and be like, why did we do this? Why did we do this? (laughs) But when it comes to groceries, I feel the importance of making sure that you have quality, things you can make multiple meals out of, things you can make meals out of when you don't feel like cooking. Especially during the summertime, my husband is a big fan of Lunchables, um, the quick little microwavable dick. Like, those things save lives. And let me tell you why. When you have kids, and more than one, and that's why I said kids, not a child, but kids, you need something they can eat independently. Make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Make a turkey sandwich. Make a ham sandwich. Lunch meat is your friend. Have a Lunchable for the little ones who can't quite make their own sandwiches. Have some Go-Gurts. Have the little snack-sized chips, crackers, cookies. Get the little juicies. Get the little mini waters. Literally treat it like a summer camp. And the reason I say that is because your kids are home all day. Or even if they're not home all day, they're home half the day. More time than they probably do at school. So you're responsible for more food than you're used to them eating. Because they're going to get up, they're going to have a bowl of cereal, they might have some chips and snacks, whatever. Then lunchtime is literally 10 minutes later. Then they're going to want a Lunchable. Then they want a yogurt. Then they want crackers. Then they want chips. Then they want... Like, literally, I've watched my kids go through two, three days worth of groceries in a day because they're home. And they were hanging out, and they went to the pool. So we literally got into a routine of getting up, eating breakfast, whether it be cereal, oatmeal, whatever, going to the pool, coming back, grabbing, you know, cold-cut sandwiches, having that, having a snack. Then they would go to sleep, like nap time, real life, grown, grown children having nap time. And then by the time they got up, it was dinner. Because when we didn't regulate their schedule, they literally were just devouring everything in the house because they were just sitting around finding a reason to snack finding a reason to eat finding oh i'm hungry you're not hungry what you are is sitting around bored and food is boredom a lot of times people don't realize that they eat and even as adults we eat out of the consistency of being bored if you're at work all day i've gone days where i've worked 10 12 hours and didn't eat anything but then i've been home and i'm like what i need breakfast or what i need lunch or what i want a snack and then i'm cooking dinner and I'm like, damn, I ate a lot today. And I didn't realize it, but I'm like, it's because I'm home. It's okay to not cook every night. That's my biggest plateau. Cooking for necessity is the biggest thing. It's okay to go out to eat as a family. And we do things like the buffet. Why? Because when you have more than two children, a buffet is your friend. They can have whatever they want. Nobody's picking, nobody's nagging, nobody's none of that. Or if you go to a place, go with a game plan. Okay, so we're going to KFC. KFC has a $5 fill-up box. It has literally chicken in different varieties for everyone. You like pieces, you like tenders, you want the, the mash bowl, bet, bet, and bet. Done. Do not go with the intentions that everybody just pick what they want. Especially because when you have teenagers, they will eat you out of house and home. My 13-year-old is literally devouring Big Macs on a, on a consistent basis 
because she's growing and because she's growing her body is you know craving more food needing more food so she's literally like i'm always hungry i just want something to eat and i'm like girl you are going through a growth spurt relax but once again it's all in how you carry things it's all in how you put things when you teach your children not to eat out of boredom but out of like, okay, are you really hungry? Have some water. Go drink some water. Go have a, you know, a small snack. Go have a piece of fruit. Buy fruit. Buy fruit that kids will like. Oranges and apples and grapes. Grapes are really expensive, so be selective on getting grapes. But pick fruit that will fill those voids versus them always wanting to nibble on like the most expensive product you have. Um, don't let them eat what you're going to have for dinner for lunch. My mom used to go all the time, like, oh, we're going to have spaghetti. And we made spaghetti. We had spaghetti for dinner. So the next day, I had spaghetti for lunch. And my mom was like, well, that was dinner, too. And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want spaghetti twice. That's ridiculous. Monitor what your kids are snacking on to eliminate them just kind of empty feeling to basically stuff themselves until they're content. And then they're sitting there like, I don't want this for dinner. Yes. If you gave spaghetti for dinner tonight, spaghetti's going to be dinner tomorrow. Have them have a cold cut sandwich. Have them have soup. I was a big fan of eating soup. Why? Because soup is filling. It's warm. It's cozy. Even in the middle of summer, I still find myself eating soup. I know parents are against ramen and noodles. The sodium is ridiculous. But in those times of clutch, especially during the winter time, one of the biggest things I always used to grab for like an afternoon snack was a cup of noodles. My mom would buy them very, 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 very rarely. But when we did have them, even that or like the little Chef Wardy, Raviolis, ABCs, whatever, those little quick hot meals fill your kid like they're having a real meal, not like they're eating a coca quick sandwich. It's like, okay, so I used to have like a bowl of ravioli. I would have a turkey sandwich and maybe something sweet because I had all this salty and I like balance and I would be good to go. Good to go. Teach your kids about balance. Teach them about balancing their meals, making sure they have something salty, something sweet, some water. Drinking water more consistently with their meals, especially at home, will push them to not always want sodas when they're out and about. We do water all day, all day long in my house. There's no juice in my house unless we buy like the little kitty juicy packs. And even then, we put them in the fridge sporadically. We used to buy the big jugs of the high seed juice. And literally, every time I turned around, we were going through four of them four of them in a week because the kids were chugging them down like it was water so my husband said nope we're gonna we're switching to water cool our whole household switched over to drinking water and we found that significantly the kids skin cleared up they weren't as cranky their teeth weren't as bad it was like a whole different revitalized kid because they weren't filled with sugar they weren't bouncing around acting crazy it was like okay comfortable relaxing enjoyable cool find those things fill the voids teach your kids about balance balancing their meals especially when you're introducing new foods new vegetables all of those things a lot of times as parents we don't like stuff so we don't give it to our kids i'm a product of that my mom used to always say well i don't eat that so you don't have to eat it no 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 no. that's not how you teach your kids how to eat food teach your kids that they should try new things if they try it once and do not like it they don't have to eat it again best life lessons I've ever learned was going through that. We're going to take one more quick break and I will be back.